Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Good this is one I'm supposed to say, hey guys, welcome back to the Mississippi State Podcast. I'm sitting in here with Jason and Tom today. Can you feel me? That'll work. <laughs> That'll work. No, no, uh, do your thing. I just, that would flip them out. No, that's, no, we're going to leave that just that's like that. That's actually a good start. Leave it in there. That's good. I'll just sit back and do what I normally do. For those of y'all that did not recognize that voice, that's Bobby Golden. Bobby coming off a two and a half year vacation from podcasting with us so bobby welcome to stoneville glad to be back in the mother church how are y'all doing today man we're awesome better off that that you're here (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about that i'm probably going to get you well he's already showed us some things since he's been here so it's kind of it's an eye-opening experience whenever he rolls through the door maybe you're opening but so bobby's got his ipad open he's got his phone He's well connected, but we he is on a time schedule, so we got to get him in the door and, and out the door here in a few minutes. But what we want to talk about today, and I don't know that I'm going to be able to work a question into this, Tom, but it really doesn't matter one way or the other. But what we want to talk about today, this is 2023, it's May, so it's approximately five years since we started the podcast. Bobby was the man that it was not, I will confess it was not Bobby's original idea, but once the idea came about, Bobby took it and ran with it. I think it, and I don't know if I can say that on a family friendly university podcast, but it was one of those hold my beer moments, right? (laughs) I think we can get away with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the way that come down, right. If I'm remembering right is Ellen said, what about a podcast? And I said, and it wasn't like some random email. I mean, it probably was one of those about social media content and getting information out to farmers. And wouldn't it be a good idea if we did a podcast? And then all of a sudden, Bobby started talking about it. Y'all know I have a tendency to to delete emails in bulk. (laughs) No, we were. I mean, it's a wonder I even read the thing. No, we were at the Exxon station somewhere up around Tupelo. And and that email come through. Probably, probably, Probably did a scout school. Yeah, and I picked up the phone and I called Ellen and I said, what is your intention? And she said, just pushing this out. I said, I got this. Watch out. Because when I got to, in my head, all I could see was microphones and mixing boards. And I'm like, y'all watch out. <laughs> and I'll never forget, you know, after we did those first couple with, with rice and doing all well, that. Well, and- I ex- explain to them that because we have advanced well beyond me and you sitting in that little conference room over there in the in the other building, and you may on, or may not have recorded it on an iPad. At no, that we point did record it. No, on the, the, fir- iPad. the first one was recorded on an iPad. The first few, probably. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I said, you know what? If we're going to get real about this, I'm going to bring some real equipment in. And said, here we go, boys. Let's get it done. And I started small to see. Hey, is this going to thing take off, right? Is people going to listen? Is it worth it? And for those of you that know Bobby, he's actually not exaggerating there. He did not buy everything all together all at once. He he actually did just kind of stick his toe in it and, and, and grab a little bit of stuff and see how it worked. And then when I got an email from a dude in South Dakota that said, don't stop doing what you're doing, I said, all right, balls to the wall, baby. We're buying everything, and here we go. <laughs> and that's how you ended up really where you are today. But I'll remember, never forget. I guess, What's Angus's title now? 
He's like big wig, right? All right, yeah. so Angus Catchot despised this thing. We don't need to podcast. What that's, is all this fooey, fooey stuff? I don't even listen to him. And then he got in that room, <laughs> and then he got in that room, and he saw all those mic stands, and he saw all those lights on that mixing board, and he heard Cords his, running everywhere. heard his voice in those earphones, and he's like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool, guys. And you've got a couch. Now listen, he went from this is never going to work, it's horrible, it's not going to change extension at all, to driving over from Starkville once a week to get on the microphone. That's a fact. So if that's my lasting legacy, thank you, Angus, I owe you one. We started out, and I don't know, me and you just did Rice episodes for a while, maybe that whole first year, I don't know when we branched out and, and started doing other stuff i think it was that fall so if i'm remembering correct and you know my mind does tend to wonder but we did rice all the way throughout the season and then we got into the fall and i and, said but you know, they were j- but they were like weekly uh, updates yeah it was like, like six or seven minutes even yeah in short this is what's going on in the field with rice and then as we ratcheted it up and talked about getting more listeners getting into better equipment doing things like that, when when some of our consultants said, you know what, newsletter's great, but I can listen to this going down the road, then it dawned on me we needed to speak about more. So some of those first episodes I remember was I talked about fall fertility and you talked about fall burndown. And after those two episodes, it blew up and went to where it is today where y'all have done a great job of bringing in guests, y'all have done a great job of bringing in other institutions right and worked out great and it started small just us and then tom and then we yeah. brought in angus well, you know, and, eric would always record his yep. in, in starville and darren and angus did a few over there and i guess eric's been pretty consistent all the way through so i mean they've got their own facility in in starville that they can record it too we kind of tricked out this room i don't know bobby when did it had to be that first summer when we even came over here. So we're not in the, the regular office buildings at Stoneville. We're in the CAP Center. So those of you that have been here kind of know where the CAP Center is. That's a big meeting building. And we're in a little room in that building. It, it had to be that first summer. I remember sitting in the office and recording, but we didn't do too many over there. Now, when we got over here is because I, when this thing got big and we got better equipment, I demanded a soundproof room. And we landed here. And there's a long story about how we landed here, and that's all water under the bridge now. All I can remember is how much those drapes cost me that's hanging on the wall in here because I had to get double-proof sound drapes. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. And and, uh, (laughs) so this this room, the air conditioner in this room, goes with the air conditioner in the little classroom that's kind of across the hall. And if they're not doing anything in the classroom, we don't have no air in here and so that's I, correct i don't know we did that for a year probably but and then we got added this little i don't know what you call that air conditioning unit but a little you know that would be a, a mini split yeah that and so that made it tolerable but you'd get in here in july in the afternoon and you better podcast quick because you're, so, you're gonna work up sweat pretty soon i appreciate the chance to get back on here and talk to you guys right because I, I really feel really awesome about what's been developed here but i'm going to turn it around on y'all and ask what was 
knowing that Jason and I used to host this thing and Tom, you was a guest, now that you're the co-host, right, what's the hardest thing you've had to get over into transitioning? And maybe it's a question to you, Jason, from Bobby to Tom. Well, when you and I did it, you did all the technical stuff, and you have a tremendous background in that, and my background consisted of exactly nothing. Hey, Bobby, how do I get this button to work? (laughs) So that's been the the hardest part for me has been trying to figure all that out. And I certainly hadn't figured it out, and and you remain very, very helpful whenever something does not go like it's supposed to. You've always been real good about – let me call and ask questions. Are you running by here if you're in town, running by here and looking at stuff and tweaking settings and, and things like that? So I think that's been the toughest part for me. I try to look like a deer in the headlights sometimes when we cover some topics that I have absolutely positively no background information in. I'm not the kid that grew up on the farm. Jason takes all that knowledge. But, but Tom, if you, if you just sit here, and I'm, I'm – an idiot when it comes to a lot of things but what i've learned is if you sit here and listen to your guests speak and you listen to understand instead of listen to respond right you'll figure out a question to ask to keep the flow of the oh, audience yeah. going so no i, I learned when i was a I call it a headhunter, but it's a technical recruiter. And I used to put people together to work an automotive industry. Hey, I got four positions open right now. I could use some of your skills as you a recruiter. Just ask people questions and you're going to learn stuff. You should pick up on what they say. And the first person you call, if you ask them the right questions, you'll learn plenty of information. It helps. And that, you just have to apply some of that to the everyday work around knowledge. I like to tell people all the time, I try to drive through the equipment compound and point to something and go, what's that? I have no idea what that piece of equipment is. I don't want to sound <laughs> too stupid. <laughs> I try to pull Don Cook aside and ask him quietly, hey man, don't make me look like an idiot. What is that? I did see the largest rotary hoe I've ever saw last week. Do they still manufacture rotary hoes or is this the rotary one, are the rotary hoes on earth right now the rotary hoes we're going to have? This one had... Fresh paint straight off the showroom floor. Wow. Like once every four years, I need a rotary hoe for like seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have one on the fence. Well, no, but but we, we actually don't because there's so many, uh, I call them spiders, but you know, the little whirly things. There's so many of those that the bearings are out and we can't get the bearings for them anymore. So, it's really not even worth picking up and you know hooking to it and picking it up anymore. Anyway, side note there. Well, I'd led you down a rabbit hole, and that's generally what I do. So, Bobby, in the time that you did this, what conversation sticks out in your mind? Well, in the time I did this, what conversation sticks out in my mind? You know, there's multiple. Maybe the one we did with all the entomologists and. There was a bug crawling across the wall, and one of those I I realized I can sit and have a conversation about something that I really am not an expert in in a room full of experts if I just sit down and listen. So that, that one stuck out to me. And then, you know, when we first started getting some producers and stuff on, the one we sat in here with Tim Clements and just how – how uneasy somebody that speaks very well in front of the public was behind a microphone. Even though you tell people, hey, 
we can we can edit this out. Don't worry about it. Sit down. Let's just talk like we're drinking a cup of coffee and shooting the breeze. Bobby, I can name three people off the top of my head, maybe four that I've had conversations with about, hey, would you like to come and podcast with us? And they're all, if I mention their names, they're really well known in the area they're in. And all four of them have said absolutely positively not, not interested in doing that. And it's, they just don't get that all you're doing is sitting in front of a microphone and having a conversation. You can make eye contact. You can have that conversation. You know, they, they, they do the, you know, oh man, I, I shouldn't have said that back up. We got to start over. There ain't no starting over. Just keep going. Yeah, that's right. If and it doesn't sound right, it'll just hit the cutting room floor and it's no big deal. You move on. So those are, those are a couple. I really think back to those, those first couple ones, like I said, when, when we really got started with that ball burned down and that, hey, what does soil testing and fall fertility mean to you? I still think that's some of the really good information out there that, that's recycled a lot. Man, we, we interviewed a lot of people, not nearly as many as y'all have interviewed now. So I would say y'all have got to listen to a lot more lack of a better word, eclectic ideas from a host of people around the United States that you've had on. Uh, I guess that started when you were uh, sponsoring stuff at the short course, and then it went to y'all bringing people in, like Brian Arnall, or, you know, like we brought Eric Webster in and Steve Linscombe and, you know, Nathan Slayton, and some of those guys that I look at was like, the founding fathers of Southern or Mid-South, at least, agriculture that we looked up and respected coming through school that we brought in. And you just expanded that to peers across the U.S. And I think y'all probably have a, a better aspect of what's more memorable than than me. What's memorable to me was the pain processes we had getting it started. So more memorable was you setting me standing over your shoulder going, this is how you edit audio and, <laughs> and how many hours that we spent. I mean, I was a novice at it. I did it as a hobby in the past when we were playing in bars and stuff, but I'd never sat down and had to do it every week professionally, but sitting down and helping you out with that and just showing you how to do that. That's some of my most memories, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, not what goes out to the public. Yeah. I think the first time, and I don't remember what the specifics of it would have been, but the first time somebody calls you, like you said, getting an email, but guy called you and say, hey, I heard this on your podcast. Can you elaborate, explain, what, you know, whatever the situation was, that was really cool, and you really knew that you were, you had done something right and, and maybe needed to keep pursuing it and, and keep growing it. But, I mean, if you talk about the ones that are memorable, I mean, there's a bunch, the one, the one I always come back to is that one we had with Larry Steckel when he was talking about his resistant pigweeds, Tom. That was, of course, that one's in my wheelhouse. And then, man, Bobby, there's been a couple where, you know, we were talking to people and they would talk for a few minutes. And then Tom and I just look at each other like, there's nothing I can even say that's going to contribute to this conversation. We did conversation. that one with Chris Bennett but that may have been before we had these tables, unless I'm I thinking think it about was. it. was the I second think, time Chris came yeah. and he talked about the guy that got injured in that accident with the fire and everything, and you and I looked at each other and said, I don't think I have anything to add, man. And he must have talked for 20 oh, straight minutes. Yeah, it just, just absolutely stoned me. I had no words. <laughs> no, I didn't either. 
and his recollection of everything that that gentleman had told him was was pretty amazing. Then, One, I'll say this. Mr. Bennett is a storyteller, and if you're going to be a great storyteller, you've got to have recollection. You can't miss the fine details. I mean, y'all read books, right? And, and Jason, I know you read a lot, and the things you get in a book that you can't get on the silver screen is that fine detail that immerses you in the story and takes you to a place in time. And Chris does an excellent job at that. Not a plug for one of my greatest writer friends. <laughs> and then Mary Nelson Robertson, man, me and you sitting over there in that Marriott doing the short course sponsor episodes of the podcast. And this you know, young lady from who's originally from Indianola sits down. We have no idea what we're going to talk about with this lady. And then she talks for seven or eight minutes about opioid misuse in the agriculture community and the programs that they have addressing that. I'm speechless. I can't even come back with anything. And and then we ended up, you know, we've had her on here, I think, two times since then. We have. And then, of course, had David Bias last fall that did the sponsor podcast and just a tremendous program that, that we just, I guess, backed our way into discovering. Neither, I don't think you nor I had any idea that they were doing that type of work, but making a huge contribution. No, and that was spectacular information that just stemmed from the fact that they were sponsors of the Row Crop Short Course. So Nobody what, had any idea where that was going to go. What I hear y'all saying, and what each of y'all, I think I've heard just recently in your most memorable stuff, is by doing this podcast – in interviewing the host of people y'all have interviewed in the last 24 to 36 months, you've got out of that three-foot box and experienced the whole world out there that you didn't know. And by doing that and doing it through this podcast, okay, what y'all have done is release that to the greater public. So kudos to what y'all getting out of your comfort zone, but also expanding that to the general public that might not have been aware of the same things y'all wouldn't aware of. So thank you. Our number one episode just just popped in my head, and I'd have to look up the name of it. So, Tom, help me out. Bobby, it's an episode that from 2020, and it's about late-season drift on rice, but it's not it, – there's something else. It's, it's late-season drift and, and then like an afterthought with that. And that dude is like far, far and away, and, and it's not even close. Was it Bobby's last episode? No. <laughs> no it, it was, so it would have been like, you know, no, sometime no, wasn't. August or September of, of 2020 on iTunes. It won't let you scroll back that far. Right, there's, right. A, there's enough episodes now it won't let you go back that far. So I can't even go back and listen to it to, to know what it even is. I think you can get a link for it through Mississippi State. Yeah, I've I've never. It's just, a, and I I may have I may dug have that far down into it. Since you pretty much initiated this thing, where's this going? Where's it Where's it headed? It, it, is it the future of ag information or ag related media to podcast information out? I'm gonna ask y'all a question to answer that question. How many podcasts were in the world of agriculture? When we started this thing. I don't know, but I remember me and you riding down the road looking for them. You know, you had a shark farmer for sure. There was four or five, okay, and you had some syndicate stuff. You had some university stuff. You had some guys just talking general tractors and farming. 
look at how many there are today, either be it university or just general people talking, retailers. Look at everything that, and I've been told by several retailers that that their stuff was spurned off of the success we had here. So, is it going away? No. Okay. It and you take it back to how did agriculture change when you got a cell phone and wouldn't tethered to the desk? Because I can remember growing up before cell phones and riding around when I was doing 4-H and, hey, I got to go check the office and see who's called and need me. Well, you think about how that's changed to cell phones. All right, the podcast took over for the newsletter. Yeah, the the blog's still there. You can send out timely, detailed information. I think what it is is you take those newsletters now, you still got to have that written detail, but this is a way to refer to that because – It'll always stick in me. And you asked me one of my most memorable moment, moments was, and that's when one of our consultant buddies, right, Tim Sanders called and said, man, I always loved that newsletter. Always loved that stuff. Y'all put out great information. But I can't take that in the field with me when I'm sweeping for bugs. But I can put an earbud in my ear and listen to what you're saying while I'm going about my business, and it don't slow me down, and I'm getting educated. So that media, the platform that we have here, is really allowing people to be educated without slowing down. And one thing in the world we know is we live in a super fast-paced environment. Super fast-paced environment. We can't slow down. We don't have time to spend with the people we love, much less spend time learning things we need to learn. So if I can multitask and count bugs in a field or drive a tractor in hip rows or drive down the road from point A to point B and learn something while I'm doing it, that's how I think you got to be effective. And I think this is only going to get bigger as we go on. Bobby, thanks, buddy. Yes, sir, brother. Yeah, thank you so much. Really good to have you back. I know um, that wasn't too poignant for you, was it? No. Perfect. So <laughs> – Tom, this is a like a commemorative episode, anniversary episode. So special request, take us out. No. Uh, two bars of patience, Tom. I'm not going to whistle it. Dude, <laughs> you have I to. Can't, I can't that's do like it this the, afternoon. That's like the finest moment in, no. in podcast history. <laughs> I can't do it. We're gonna go. We're gonna go find that file and just replace it on there. And we're gonna fine. we're gonna dump that. Well, you know how I operate. There. I got it in my Dropbox right here. To our regular listeners, let us know how we're doing. Good, bad, otherwise. Contact us. Keep the information coming. You know, if you want to hear something in particular on here, let us know that too. I mean, we're always pretty open to to suggestions, and we really appreciate it. And that's Tom's version of cutting me off. I think that's what he did. It was. The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension.